This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today, as we are wrapping up our teaching, uh, we did all of this month has been on teaching various things and Teaching would not be complete without teaching a foreign language. So today, I've got a special guest on the line, and I'm going to bring her on in just a minute. We are going to talk about the six benefits of learning a foreign language, and you can find the show notes for today's episode, and you won't want to miss that because they are extensive, and they have a video link that you uh, will want to catch, and that is episode 366. And again, you can find that at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is Fitness Latinos, and it's F-I-T-N-E-S-S-L-A-T-I-N-O-S dot com. Again, you'll be able to find the links on the show notes. And my special guest today is Alba Alonzo, and you are homeschool mom. So welcome and tell us about your family. Thank you, Felice. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, actually, I was born in the U.S. I was born in Puerto Rico, so I'm a oh, U.S. You citizen. Yes, I was born in Puerto Rico, so I'm a U.S. <laughs> citizen. But oh, my mom wonderful. is Colombian. Yes, my mom is Colombian okay. and moved us to Colombia the first 10 years of my life. My dad is Cuban, and they're both uh, were immigrants and they're residents of the United or they're citizens of the United States. And uh, so our journey began in Colombia. Yes. Well, I don't know if I just have those ears to be able to hear foreign languages, but I barely hear any um, accent at all. So, wow. so you know, you, you did, did a good, good job uh, uh, learning English as well as um, obviously Spanish is your language. And so, um, you know, you share a little bit about yourself and then your journey into uh, family and homeschooling. Sure. Well, it's definitely a journey for anybody learning a foreign language, whether you come from another country or you live here and you want to learn a second language. Um, I came to the U.S. when I was 10, and the first four years, I really struggled in learning English. Uh, we lived in Miami, yeah. so there was a lot of Spanish speaking, but everyone is uh, very acclimated to speaking English. So really, I think where my, my language improved was when we moved to Oregon my sophomore and junior year, and only uh, I would only hear English, and my best friends encouraged me to pronounce things better. And that is really mm-hmm. where the heart of uh, the way I teach sp- uh, Spanish and English comes is that you have to allow others to teach you to help you to laugh with mm-hmm. you it is not personal when somebody says oh it's not like this you have to have find the fun in it and uh you're learning a second language that's a big deal but it's also a fun journey um i did finish high school in miami and i went to college in south carolina to play soccer so i've seen two different parts of the world um different um uh, styles of speaking. Uh, the uh, people from the Carolinas speak much slower, which is great for a Spanish mm-hmm. person. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
and I went to school and, a, and I have a marketing degree. I always have a marketer by degree, but an educator by life experience. I gave up my career to homeschool my, ch my children and stay home from the day she was born. I have two children, they're 23 and 20. They were always homeschooled and dueled enrolled in college and graduated from, I have one graduate from um, a Florida University in criminal justice and one graduated from high school a couple of years ago. Um, and when my daughter was eight, uh, the oldest, I had a fellow homeschool mom say, my daughter wants to send you an email. So I, I gave her my email and she used Google back then. That was about 15 years ago. And the translating was horrible. And I said, honey, what are you trying to tell me? I don't understand. <laughs> and, and really, oh. truly, <laughs> we need another human being to help us even now, even, even in 2019. So I said, well, if her little sister, who is Amber's age, and her, who was 12, will come and join me, I'll teach all three of them. And I was really excited and had never taught Spanish, even to my own children, because I was still trying to perfect my English. And uh, long story short, my first uh, year, I had 20 students, and every year after that, I had 20. I taught in co-ops. I've taught missionaries in their home. I've taught children as young as eight and adults as old as, uh, I guess, late 30s. And uh, it's been a really fun journey. I've learned a lot about myself, a lot about how to um, break down uh, the Spanish language, which is a lot easier than teaching English. But now I have mastered teaching English to my own children. And I teach Chinese children online uh, how to speak English as well. So it's been a great Wonderful. journey. Mm -hmm. It's been a great it's, journey. It sounds Sounds like it. And I love when people have a passion for what they're doing and their ability. So is your site interactive or is it something uh, that people um, have to be there like for a live course? How does that work? Well, uh, because I've seen how expensive um, having a one-on-one -on -one instructor with a Chinese company, I knew that that would not be financially feasible to everyone. Uh, I actually connected with Mogo Books, which is an interactive site, which means that I could give the children homework or the adults homework, because this is really for everyone, or I can ask them a question to cause them to think and go act on their own. If we are not, if we don't take charge and ownership of our own learning, we're really not going to grow the way we were intended to learn. So because my methodology is fun and relaxed and let's just talk, and I saw how my students improved and uh, shared with me years later, I thought, that's what I'm going to do. At the end of each lesson, the student's going to be prompted to do something either at home, with their family, with their friend, or in the community. So the interaction happens with a open in the question at the end. And uh, I want the student to type their answer and they will see their own, uh, their own uh, how they evolve throughout the, the course. And lastly is uh, I've, I've uh, created a, a Facebook group only for my Fitness Latinos tribe, I call them the Fitness Latinos tribe group, to share their experiences, their triumphs, their struggles, um, and be able to connect there. Again, it's all about connecting with others. Oh, that's wonderful. And, you know, today we're going to talk about, you know, the benefits um, of learning a language, but also, um, obviously, the benefits of being bilingual. And, you know, um, especially in the U.S., I would say, um, probably you would know more about statistics, but I would say that as a second language, Spanish is probably the most prevalent. Would that be true, Alba? 
Absolutely. By um, 2050, the majority of the population in the U.S. will be Hispanic, period. That means wow. that the competition is, is going to be real and that we need to learn to adapt to that and, and start learning little by little. We cannot wait till the very end to apply for a job and they need you to be bilingual because the customers cross boundaries. They cross mm -hmm. cultures. They cross country lines nowadays. We're not just limited to the U.S. So the Chinese are a perfect example of uh, preparing their students at four or five years old, and they cannot even enter university unless they have perfected English. They have a just the English test in order to get into university. So imagine what we're competing against. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I realize like my cousins that are Italian could speak English. There that was taught um, prevalently, and you know in Italy, and so I could understand Italian, but my Italian wasn't perfected. Um, so I could understand everything they were saying, but I didn't really want to converse back because I didn't feel that that was. You know, they all thought I was really cute the way I said things and they would kind of giggle. So it's probably like that Google translation, you know, I probably was a little bit off. But, um, you know, what happens is people's colloquialism gets in. And so, you know, who knows how you were saying things. Um, a funny story, my friend's daughters learned Lithuanian as a first language and they were American born. And then as a second language was English because their mother and father were both Lithuanian. And so when they finally got to be high school age or they were going into college, they got a trip to Lithuania, the two girls. And the, the hilarious story was, you know, they were very well versed in the language, right? You would think. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the questions they asked was, where's the bathroom? I mean, always let the thing you're going to learn, right? <laughs> yes. And they ended up saying and having people look at them really weird and walk away. Well, what they were saying was, where is the outhouse? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The, the right, bathroom right. or the restroom. And, you know, that was one of the funny stories they brought back. So, it is important to have that training and not just pick up, you know, even, even though it was their mom and dad, but who knows what is being said within the family, right? That right, it might right. be some kind of slang or, or something. So, so to totally off track here, but so That's funny okay. because being, you know, being bilingual is, um, is definitely going to be an asset for you. And so you have, um, you know, these classes. So let me just ask, you know, if I had a child, what would be kind of the first um, age they, that they should, you know, like as a parent, what, how old would they be to start, do you think? Well, uh, language by its nature is elementary. We all learned our native language. We learned greetings, hello, and apple, and banana, and colors, and numbers, and it was sequential. That's how I look mm -hmm. at my course. I call it it's linear learning, but it's also flexibility. Why do I say flexibility? Our um, courses want to encourage parents, if they're uh, homeschool parents or uh, people whose children are in the traditional uh, classroom who still cannot understand their teachers in the school, <laughs> to right. just relax. We keep saying, oh, I have to be perfect before I speak. No, we all have to start somewhere. I love the saying, how do you eat an elephant? One piece at a time. Language is right. no different. And you've made it, I'm going to back up a little bit. You, your your uh, story is not off track at all. 
about your friends in Lithuania. Um, I'll give you an example. My sister and her best friend went to uh, UCS, have a, a teaching degree, taught their children at home Spanish and English with Spanish curriculum. And not until it meant something personally to their children that they care about really speaking proper grammar. It has to mean something to the individual. So my goal with mm -hmm. Latinos is for the parents to realize that number one, movement is important to learning. It helps develop social skills. And this is the very nature of language. We have to connect with others, not because of the technical aspect of language, but because it's fun, because it's natural. And we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, not perfect, and be willing to get in touch with someone at a new level um, that we're not used to in learning the language. Um, just like sports, we start knowing zero about soccer and we start learning little steps at a time. Um, if the student feels pressured, I've seen it with the Chinese children, the parents like, sit up, pay attention, don't move. I say, can you grab a mm -hmm. toy? And of course, I cannot do that in my <laughs> course, but because of my, the way I communicate in the videos, I'll say, okay, you only have to find somebody known Spanish or English just a little bit better than you. And then you start connecting and you start having fun. And then at some point you stop receiving and you start giving. You start giving what your knowledge is to the next person and you start helping each other. So the idea, the very first lesson is an exercise lesson. And we want to encourage parents who are watching over their kids' shoulders to say, oh, yes, you love to move. Yes, little Johnny, go and get <laughs> your ball and sit on it while you watch your videos. He might need to watch his videos two or three times because we all are different learners. Kinesthetic learning is very important. It's about movement. It's not just about writing. It's about let me grab that toy and show you that the colors or ask you like this. This is the color you're saying. Yes. And it opens communication for more natural conversation, not cards that says, you know, donde está el baño. <laughs> we want to say right. more. Where's the bathroom. bathroom? That I understood, right? And, and, and oh, let me funny. tell you, the two levels that I've created were actually one year for my homeschoolers. And I didn't realize I was going to end up doing this, you know, 10 years later and creating online courses. It just it was a God thing, really. And um, I did in one year what I have in two levels. And the students learned the colors, the family members, professions. Everything was very sequential. Years later, I asked them, can you give me some testimonials? I, I'm going to attempt doing this online. And they said, sure. And they told me things that, I, that blew my mind. One student lived in a very small town in the forest in Central Florida, and she went to Germany. And she had learned some German and Latin in her four years of going to college here in the US. And she said, I was at the grocery store, and if you can go online and fitness Latinos and see Carrie's uh, testimonial, I went to the grocery store and I noticed the Spanish couple in Germany saying, what are they saying to us? <laughs> and she understood them right. in Spanish and translated from Spanish to German when her native language is uh, English. To me, that's amazing. Wow. And I've heard three of those stories from my students. Of course, languages are, is going to be easier the more you practice them and for students more than others. But the point is that we cannot expect perfection from the beginning because it's all baby steps. So my, let's, to go back to the benefits, the number one benefit is we, we think of the word inspire. Your journey will inspire mm -hmm. others to be courageous and to step out of the mundane routine of life and get to know someone new and exciting. I love it when That's I hear great. somebody with a very strong accent. I'm like, yes, they're 
getting it out there. They're not afraid. And that's exactly what we want is don't be afraid. Just say it mumbo jumbo. We will get three words out of that and understand the big picture. That's where knowledge is. Mm -hmm. And the second one, it's right. got to be fun. The study of a new language does help us to navigate outside of this tourist bubble. And not only when we're out of town, but when you're in Miami, you can be in your own country and not understand the community that you're driving through. That's a problem. <laughs> and um, right. connect and interact, not just go to a Mexican restaurant, be order a couple things, is actually have a short conversation. We have so many opportunities in this country with a different Spanish uh, restaurant diversity that we have to just practice the language it's amazing or Spanish grocery stores I encourage my students to go to a Spanish grocery store or go to a community in their city an office store and practice their their school objects their office objects there's opportunities everywhere um, that's we, important be, yeah to be to, to be able to have that interaction in language and one thing I wanted to jump in when you were saying you know moving around I interviewed a lady um, last month that dealt with the brain and how, um, you know, our learning takes place. And she was saying just that moving around can, it helps because it's your spinal column that's moving. And because of that, um, it helps us to remember and retain. So, you know, what you're doing is actually proven scientifically it is. It is. Uh, to work. And, and that's, so great and that's so great so our, they, our yeah. LinkedIn posts I try to find articles that are of interest like that and then I keep more of the other social media more social but I did I, I read an article and I shared it on Facebook uh, fitness Latinos that um, they actually did a test to see if playing <laughs> playing a video I believe it was of uh, a foreign language class while people were riding their bikes help them retain the material better as opposed to having individuals sitting there and watching the same class mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. week after week after week and sure enough movement actually helps stimulate their mind um but you have to start okay. with first saying why why do i want to do this because this is good for you right. a, a, a student doesn't buy in uh to a foreign language if their parent is forcing them to you have to give them a you know hey you know this is part of your course but go and have fun with it and then they're going to find that they're passionate about it because now they have an instructor for homeschoolers it's very hard to find a Spanish teacher in your community. And if something happens to her personal life, you're going to lose her. So I wanted to encourage um, homeschool co-ops to use this as their main curriculum so that if uh, somebody can just oversee the classroom, but the students each have the, the, the course on their computer and work on it every week at their own pace, but they have to finish that lesson. And of course, you know, I will provide a, a special discount uh, for groups, large groups, but, but let's go back a step. Is the first benefit is that we need to learn to appreciate one another, our differences. We have to appreciate mm -hmm. other traditions, mannerisms, cultures. When we start accepting others and we learn to have empathy for humanity, that's when our world really begins to open. All of our social media is, get, is geared towards the, our slogan is transformation through education. This is not just transformation of language. This is transformation of relationships, of culture, of the spirit, of the mind. Language just happens yeah. to be the way we communicate with words. Uh, people communicate through sign yeah. language. They have the same needs that you and I have. And our, our primary needs are, are we, need, we need love, we need purpose, and we need to be supported. And that's what I do with my course is I just want to encourage people, just go out and do what you can this week. And next week, you're going to get a little bit more courageous and do more. 
Wonderful. And, um, you know, my uncle was deaf, so I can, I can relate to that. He, he really, um, he was uh, my rock when I was younger because he was so entertaining. You know, he he would really, he he could imitate people well. We'd go on these long car rides and he lived with our family and he could just like look at somebody driving and then just, I would be hilarious, you know, hysterical in stitches in the backseat. And um, it was great. But so, you know, you also talk about, um, and I love these benefits because they are out of the box thinking, which I think as people are listening to you, Alba, you're high energy and you are out of the box. But you also talk about how, um, you know, having a passion for language also will help you um, with with your health. And so that is interesting. So share that with us. Yeah, so some of the benefits um, that I have blew my mind, my, my own stepmom passed away from Alzheimer's. And I'm going to read it straight from, um, from a psychologist's perspective. So it's, I, don't, I, I can do it justice, right? It says, Elian Bielaski, mm-hmm. a psychologist professor at York University who's recognized among language and brain experts as one of the top researchers looking at the impact of bilingualism on the brain, along with two other researchers from Toronto's Baycrest Health Sciences, says that there are significant cognitive benefits, and aside from that, cultural and social ones from learning a language. People who speak more than one language can delay the onset of different types of dementia, including Alzheimer's, for several years. So if you speak two languages and your body is predisposed, let's say, for lack of you know, time uh, to have all to get Alzheimer's, the difference is five years. Five years of um, enjoying life with your family because you Mm -hmm. have trained your mind, both sides of your brain to think differently. Uh, But in short, um, it helps uh, highly successful people in general exercise, exercise the mind and exercise their body. What does that do? It keeps the brain healthy. It reduces stress. It it helps uh, improve memory, increases creativity, concentration, problem solving uh, skills are better and we can just multitask better and more importantly we become better listeners it's not about being busy 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 downtime is good sometimes just have nothing to do is great for creativity purposes that's why i want parents to allow children to be themselves to watch that video upside down if that's what they want (laughs) bouncing on a ball i have seen chinese children do wonders when the parent just takes them away from the chair that they have to sit in front of and they retain the material so much better because it's a relaxed environment um we call that that flexibility learning in the education world so it's linear in the process in that you have only this vocabulary, foods. And when I say foods, I mean uh, table settings and uh, condiments, and it's a long list, uh, to mm-hmm. flexibility, meaning, okay, move and watch this video, stop it when you need to, now go practice it in X, Y, Z way, in the community with friend. Um, and I, I don't shy away from providing resources online because they're still necessary. I just don't want people to depend on that solely. Uh, Flashcards right. are great, but you can't just depend on that solely. Um, we have a You'll great- get better talking to people, yeah. that's for sure. And yeah. that is it not will just everything. improve. 
yeah, CDs are right. not everything. It's 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 just right. not everything. Um, we have a great tool. Our our microphone. I'll give the the listeners a tip right now. Our microphone. Set it on the Spanish language and say something and see how well your pronunciation is. <laughs> and you'll see mm-hmm. if it's not the word you said, then you need practice with your pronunciation. Now you need to find somebody who can help you. So it's about right. reaching out and connecting with people. Uh, absolutely. And my kids took Spanish at the college as a dual enrolled credit. Uh-huh. And my son just picked it up and my daughter not so much. And she does not have a Southern accent, but she would pretend to speak Spanish with a Southern accent, which only made it, you can imagine right now, but only made it hilarious. Yeah. And so they were going for their oral review. And I said to, you know, my daughter, I said, you better, you know, practice it right. It was, it was quite hilarious for the family to crack up, you know, listening yeah. to her. So um, there was a young man who was just like sweating profusely. And my son um, said, well, you know, what order are you in? And he showed him because like they, you know, teacher had given him a, a list of who goes when. And he goes, oh, no worries, man. You know, my, uh, my sister's going right before you. And he's like, he kind of lit up with like, oh, great. She did manage to get an A in the class. I think the teacher was very forgiving of her accent. But this would have helped. Like, where were you, Elba? I would have loved this, you know, like four How years ago. How boring life but, would um, be if we know, all found so, it the yeah. same. Yes, life would be boring right? if we found it the same. Right. Yes, I, I, right. I agree. We just need to appreciate But she does. Yeah, they, they still speak Spanish to each other. So they did Spanish oh, one and yes. two, and it did help. Yeah, so... And then you, you like to challenge people. So, you know, it's like you're this big cheerleader and I love that you call it, you know, fitness Latinos because oh, it's just you. this, yeah, it's just that whole idea of, you know, you've got to um, really strive for the best and being a, an athlete, I'm in a household of, of collegiate athletes here, so I, I can relate. But, um, you know, being an athlete, you know that you've got that muscle memory and you've got to keep... Yes. Uh, working on it and and if there isn't a challenge whether it's holding your position on the team well um, against another team then it, it's really not going to work so share that with us please I'm sorry ask me that last question I couldn't hear the last question about the challenge you know that you're you have the number six here of you know why learning oh, a language is so important because it yeah. is a challenge it is. And and the first thing is that we need to absorb the material in a quiet environment. My videos are not, come on, because I know everybody's personality is not like that. My children's personality is not like mine. <laughs> so I have, don't mm-hmm. want to scare a five-year-old <laughs> or a passive, you know, 50-year-old with my go-getter attitude. Uh, but our challenge, number one, is to look at the uh, vocabulary on our own terms, in our quiet time, in our, uh, in our, ecstatic mind, whatever it is that you are, your personality is, and then actually go out and step into out of your comfort zone. I have friends who are teachers and don't want to do this. They say, I have to go talk to somebody. You're a teacher, but guess what? That's their reality. They need another teacher to push them and say, just go to the grocery store and ask them, just say, where is the, uh, tomate, tomato, and of course, you're going to ask somebody who looks Spanish, and they're going to say, oh, tomate, yes, oh, that experience that you have with someone can lead to another little bit of conversation or another vegetable or something, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you've, you've had somebody in your community practice, 
And we, this is a small world we live in. We are going to come across people, mm -hmm. many people that could help us. And we just think that we have right. to do everything online and we don't, we need to get out there and do it. So I just give them that, that little push through language we communicate, but through actions, we connect. Wonderful. I love that. And so as we're running out of time here, I want you to share you know, some last thoughts with our listeners on, um, you know, obviously there'll be all kinds of links in the show notes uh, that you'll be able to find uh, that will, um, you know, we'll be able to share more information directly to your website. But, you know, what is what are some last thoughts uh, that you'd like to share, Alba? Uh, we need to live with the end in mind. No one lives a happy life without the three I mentioned earlier, love, purpose, and support. We need more than just theoretical knowledge and language is a great subject that we can challenge ourselves with practical knowledge. Um, science is not as easy unless you have somebody who's got a scientific mind, history, you know, a history buff, but language is something that if you look hard enough, you will find support in your community. And guess what? That person might need your help with English. So then it becomes a giving and receiving, receiving, giving relationship. And that's really when the magic happens. Mm, I love that. And I just, I really love your heart, Alba. I'm so happy that you came on and I'd love to have you back at some point, um, you know, as you continue on with your uh, course here, because you just have such a passion for learning and sharing what you know. And that's just like a God-given gift that you're sharing. So I just love it. I want to thank you for um, also believing in our network and um, your sponsorship. So appreciate it. And friends, uh, you can find out more about Alba. Again, we'll have uh, social media links so you can connect directly with her on uh, Facebook. And also visit the website Fitness Latinos. So it's F-I-T-N-E-S-S-L-A-T-I-N-O-S.com. And Alba has sent us a video that we're going to have on our website too that will, um, you know, share with you guys more of her heart you can see how cute she is and how energetic as she shares on her on her video with you guys but i just love it love it love it thank um again you, so you can thank you yeah the show notes again you can find it on vintagehomeschoolmoms.com um episode 366 top benefits so it's going to be six benefits of learning a foreign language Alba, God bless, and thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you, too. You're doing a great work for the homeschool community. It's all about connecting. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.